15, 15 of the Mental Matters Podcast. 15. Vince Carter number. 15. Or Carmelo number. I'm going to go with Vince Carter number. Go with Vince Carter. It has more of a championship ring to it than Melo does. Bye-bye, bye-bye. I think Melo has had the better career, though. Mm, but... I think Melo had more... He had the better... Oh, I can't even say the better Olympic career because... Vince Carter, Vince Carter just had that one coach <laughs> that just shut all of it down. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't know, though. Melo just... He's just been... Yeah, he he did it longer and at a higher consistency, I think, or a higher performance rate, if that makes sense. But Vince has a ring, though. He does? I think he does. I don't know about that. I'm reading a lot of articles about people telling him just to go to Golden State, and he's like, I'm not ring chasing. So you know, I, I thought he was ringless because I know Toronto never won one. You know what? Yeah, no, no, no. Toronto's never going to win one. <laughs> and then yeah, he went to New Jersey when they still had the Nets. Let's do a little research. For Brooklyn we are going to waste y'all time. <laughs> and we're going to go there. And... I know you got like two dunk contest wins, don't you? Or yeah, of course you got that. Okay. I want to say he has one with Dallas. Dallas. Uh, yeah, 2011. And I wouldn't even know because I missed that. NBA Finals because I was in South Africa. Oh, well. And, uh, yeah. I had to hear about it when I came back. Oh, man, you missed it. Dirk won MVP and all that. Let's see. Dallas Mavericks. 2011 championship team. I'm going to say Vince wasn't Let's on there. Let's go. You got what you got? Yeah, I'm going to say That's Vince what you was got. On, he wasn't on there. Because I remember it was J-Kid, Jay Berea, Sean Marion, Jay Terry, Dirk, yeah, Tyson Chandler. Uh, That's what you got, huh? Vince wasn't on there. You sure? I, I don't think he was on there. Uh, right. You don't seem so sure. <laughs> Vince Carter was not on the 2011 Mavericks championship roster. What year they won the championship? They won 2011. Okay. Yeah. You sure about that? Yeah, because that's when I was in South Africa. I've been in South Africa once. 2011. 2011, huh? 2011. Mm-hmm. L-E-M. 2011. Oh, L-E-M. Yeah. You know what? That's my uh That's Wikipedia, I don't count. That's my uh down south accent. I hate you. Lem. I <laughs> You never saw the thing where they said it's how southern people count. Over you. <laughs> I think he joined in two thousand eleven. Okay. So after they won the title he went there. Ring chasing. Yeah. And then get it. And now he, he went ring chasing. <laughs> you said he wasn't be ring chasing. Yeah. Anyway. Well now if we look at it that way then. Uh, let's just say I think Vince is still better. Okay. Because if you had number one pick for your team, who would you pick to build your team around? I mean, I don't think you would be successful either one of them. As, <laughs> as the, like, I don't think you're going to win the show. Wait, wait, wait one of them. Match both of them, bro. Thank you. That was great. I mean, looking at their careers, like, they never, you know, took nobody to the finals. So. Melo almost got there with the Lakers was in the way. So. Yeah, something about uh, Kobe Bryant or something. Yeah, something like that. Whatever that loser was, right? Play a little bit of Paul Gasol, a little Metal World Peace. So. Just a couple of those guys. Yeah. And, yeah. Sorry, Melo. Who but. was on a better NBA Live, though? Because Vince Carter was on 04, Melo was on 05. I will put it to you this way. If I'm playing NBA Live, which yeah. is trash now. Now, yeah. 
I would play on a team that had Vince Carter before Carmelo Anthony. Okay. Because I know that I can still give it to you from three, mm-hmm. but I can also pull up and dunk on you and just... Even at 40 years old, I can still dunk on you. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter. And it's crazy. He's that old. He's still that athletic. That part. Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we're going to have to edit something. <laughs> nope. I'm leaving it all in there. So, if you listen to this first five minutes, shout out to you. You're the real MVP. I'm going to have to leave us some description that says after about four minutes of change, we actually start talking that real stuff. Uh, so, welcome to the Mental Matters Podcast, where your mental matters to us. And, yes, we did say 15, so yep. I guess we got to keep this thing going. Yep. I'm cool with that. I'm definitely cool with it. I mean, especially if we get more dope listeners, because I'm not just doing this for the free for you just do it for the free free yeah it's it's unless y'all want to pass i mean that'd be dope <laughs> it's therapeutic for me too so i hope you know how is it therapeutic for you i get to come and just like voice like what i have in my heart like, you have in your heart yeah you get to get out what you know like jerk chicken yeah there but, it is but more than that how many times we say jerk chicken that's two it's probably like it's gonna be like thirty times this episode because <laughs> I just had it's jerk gonna be like anxiety, anxiety, <laughs> jerk chicken, depression, jerk chicken. Like what? How did you manage to? Okay, but no, it's therapeutic for me. I get to share, you know, all the lessons that I learned from my elders, my uncles, aunts, parents, grandparents. You know, I get to let their voice be heard through what they taught me. So that's that's therapeutic for me to share something that's positive. That's legit. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, though, still, if they want to pay us, they can pay us. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not against it. We are always looking for sponsors. Yep. Anybody to be like, hey, mm-hmm. I like what y'all do. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not professionals, y'all don't mind talking about what's actually on your mind. Right. So, here, girl, a big old fat check. Mm-hmm. I like fat checks. Yeah. I just don't get fat checks. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm going to get one one day. One day. One day. One day it's going to have six numbers on it. One day soon. You gotta, you gotta one put, single number. You got you to put a time and date stamp on it, right? That's how you know it's a goal. A time and date stamp. Yeah. You mean like a smart goal type? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So for me to say one day, I'm kind of, you know, just I wishing. Mean, I'm not putting no action behind it. You got to put action behind what you want. That's fair. Yeah. Maybe I'll put it out there. Yeah. We'll talk after. All right. <laughs> I don't want nobody to know how much I'm making. It should be like... <laughs> <laughs> get him like oh no oh there there goes the angry mob trying to get my coin oh no oh no <laughs> bop hit me with a piece of jerk chicken anyway so what's been up bro how you been what you been up to man I've been alright I mean you've been a traveling man yeah New Orleans I was in New Orleans you went to New Orleans yeah New Orleans not New Orleans New Orleans I was in New Orleans uh, last week, what was that, August, like, what, 6th through the 9th or 6th through the 10th? Mm-hmm. And it was amazing, man. Like, really? I, I enjoyed myself. Did you gain about 20 pounds in food? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stepped back on the scale because I don't want to see that. He's scared. You like, if I don't acknowledge uh, it, it don't exist. You know how Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I don't look at my bank account, it won't say zero. Right, or negative. It. <laughs> right. It won't even yell at me. Just my yeah. wife. That's it. Right. So, I'm not following your philosophy, bro. <laughs> Only for that though, I don't do that for every day. Only, only for so only you do that for your money at home. No, right? I said only for oh, I'm talking about for the weight. I, I was look here. 
I was gonna say we have to. I'm gonna nah. call her. Like, look, you might want to go. Nah, she won't even let me. Take his debit card, go to the ATM, <laughs> and just look. Nah, I ain't gonna do it like y'all that. be sitting there like Titanic when the boat was sinking. Like, oh my I'll god, no, for real. Oh no. Yeah, I give you a dollar though. A dollar. Yeah, it's a start, man. I borrow a dollar. All guys do. <laughs> might even one. I think I got one left, but where the other one go to? <laughs> Regular people. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, y'all don't know that reference that's your homework dang it <laughs> rest in peace to the best Bill Cosby in his former life I had a, I had a lot of fun in New Orleans though ate oysters uh, had po' boys uh, knew he was gonna Street. get a po' boy yeah I actually like out of all the things I tasted like po' boy's probably like third or fourth best thing that I tasted down there really what yeah. was number one what was the other three then you know I'm fatty I, I had uh, charbroiled oysters so I just put them on the grill, and then they, like, sprinkle with some lemon juice, um, lemon, uh, pepper, I think, like, garlic salt, and then uh, they finish it off with, like, Parmesan cheese, and then they serve it with some French bread, and uh, basically you make, like, a little, like, half a po' boy, you scoop the oyster out the shell, put it on the French bread, you know, like that. You are excited talking about this. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I used to eat oysters back in the day, but I just can't get past it anymore. I'm good. The slimy stuff. Yeah. That part. Yeah. You can have it. It's all yours. I'll slip the plate across the table. Yeah. I'll oh, take yeah. it, too. Uh, you feel, I can tell. <laughs> What's the other two things, though? So, of course, uh, so oysters, one. I say uh, it's a tie for two and three between beignets, because I went to Cafe Dumont. Of course you did. Yeah. You bring some back. I did. Yay!
<laughs> in my Game of uh, Thrones voice. Yeah. Well, I don't watch Game of Thrones. So I Me neither. I just I just read the like articles and everything and just be like, oh, that's how they say it. Okay. I'm stealing it. Okay. I'm a perp like I watch it. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't watch it at all. I'm going to watch it after it is. I'm it is, going to binge yeah. one day. Yeah. Not today. Because there ain't that much time left today. <laughs> so, but that's cool. I'm glad you enjoyed Nolens. Yep. What about you, though? Man, listen. I've been the most busiest, stagnant person I've ever known in my life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did a lot of dope things. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually... So, again, we're helping plan one of the dopest conferences or conventions in the world for Nesby. So that's happening. So mm-hmm. we were able to go to... The Mother Regions Regional Leadership Conference. Okay. For y'all that don't know, I understand. Region 4 is the Mother Region of, of Nesby. That's where everything originated. And we were down in Indiana for the Regional Leadership Conference. And basically for me what that meant is all-day meeting. So, okay. I was in an all-day meeting yep. for about a good six or seven hours. But, okay. well productive, a lot of good stuff. And... Some more things are in the works for us, so we'll mm-hmm. talk about that later as we get closer. So I'm excited. Um, and then you didn't see Old Depot down there. No, okay. did not see Old Depot down there <laughs> at all. In fact, yeah, no, didn't see Old Depot down there at all. I was also in Fort Wayne. I was not in Indianapolis, so that was not gonna happen. Yeah, ain't nobody walking around Fort Wayne. Definitely, not. I did get approached though, like. Oh my god! What are you, you know? What are you guys doing here? Okay. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but then I had to remember that Nesby's a real life like engineering Wakanda, so yeah. they have no idea we exist in some some instances. It was kind of like Black Panther at the end, where the spaceship was on a basketball court in Oakland. Yeah. Like, where you come from? It's like a bunch of black engineers <laughs> on the spot. Where did y'all come from? Why y'all converse here? Yeah. Oh, you don't know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> So that was cool. And also got to go hang out with the Carters on Monday night. Dope. Man, on the run two tour was dope. I'm still tired. (laughs) (laughs) My God. But, I mean, Jay did an awesome job. Mm -hmm. I've never been to a Jay-Z or a Beyonce concert. Uh So that in itself was an experience. Yeah. And then... I will forever say I'll never underestimate Mrs. Carter and the vocals. Okay. Beyonce, I'll say her name. I yeah. want to get this right. Yeah. Because somewhere, the, somebody was like, Bzzz. okay, right, right. you said the name, cool. Because uh, I did see that a lot. Like, people were saying, like, I'm going to the Beyonce concert tonight. And dudes will comment, like, you know, Jay-Z going to be there too, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's going to get that for life. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they know what it is. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he, like, what is it like relishes? Is that the word? Like, he of course. In that role, so. Put the hottest chicken again. Wearing my chain. Yep. Oh, I actually recorded something for you. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate that. I know you're gonna like this. Okay. You're gonna be like, hey. <laughs> In fact, I'm gonna give you just a sample of it. But yeah, so the Carter's concert was dope. Um, DJ Khaled was obviously there opening for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, DJ Khaled did what DJ Khaled does. And just rock the crowd for whatever. Get everybody turned. You know. Yeah. You got to. Uh-huh. 
just like tease everybody and just go to the next song. Like, God, stop doing that. Did he do his uh, little shuffle that he used to do? Yes, <laughs> he did, and it was awesome. There you go. Look like he's trying to tell. Okay. <laughs> Let me stop for we uh, get sued. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, but other than that, like I said, we had a good time. So. She was passed out by midnight, and we got home at midnight. Okay. <laughs> so that part. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so now we're back on the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've just been engaging, and I've been doing some little uh, impromptu interviews with people, trying to just more so get a good idea of what people really want to talk about. And um, one of the real things that came out was actually perfect timing it was about boundaries okay. and um really yeah it was <laughs> ironically enough you <laughs> picked it and I was just like oh well, we did talk about this that's funny so there's a lot of other great content we'll definitely be taking you guys suggestions and even open some more discussions about it but um overall in general I think it's perfect because just before we even like talk today yep like I was just telling somebody like no is a complete sentence and if I tell you no and you keep talking, I'm going to sip my coffee and walk away from you <laughs> and feel no remorse. Yeah. Like, I think that's one of the biggest ways you deal with it at work. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, and I know you've seen this, so don't front. Mm-hmm. You'll be doing something at work, yep. totally in your zone doing your work. And sometimes and some people come to you with their emergency yeah. and be like, hey. I mean, hey, come on. You didn't me, come on. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm doing something right now. Okay. So, come on. I'm like, dude, I just said no. Mm-hmm. Like, I just said no. Yeah. Why are you still talking to me? <laughs> and they'll proceed to just keep talking to you. And I'm just like, yeah. we'll talk about this tomorrow. Okay. I got something to do. <laughs> it's due. You didn't catch me from 8 a.m. to 1030 a.m. Mm-hmm. Therefore, your time is up. Send it in an email, and we'll talk later. Okay. You're not about to bug me with your concerns. Mm-hmm. Because it's not my emergency. It's your emergency. Right. My emergency is getting home on time for dinner. <laughs> so I can snuggle up with my wife. That's all my emergency. Right. This is what you was talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't get paid for your emergency. <laughs> That's my spilly, by the way, in case y'all didn't realize it. <laughs> but, um... So, yeah, I think boundaries is extremely important. And I want to really take a deep dive into what boundaries are in relation to your self-care um because it is definitely related and if you let somebody get on your nerves Mm -hmm. it will definitely mess with your mental and if you don't tell somebody no you're supposed to it will invade all your privacy and you be sitting there like why am i working for you right that's not what it's not my job so, with all that being said, I, th- I want to take a dive straight into this whole boundary thing. So, um, but yeah, how do you deal with boundaries at work? Like, what, what's what's your, like your what's your golden rule at work? Well, <clears throat> at work, I don't really speak unless spoken to. <laughs> like, that's my way of like avoiding <laughs> extra work um, that's like out of the scope of what I'm responsible for. Um, <clears throat> I know there's like at times where uh, like I'll have. I've seen it on, on Facebook. People be like, if I have my earbuds in, that means you're not supposed to come talk to me while I'm in my cube or at my desk. <laughs> and people still don't take that as a hint as to, like, I'm 
very focused on this one project or this one task while I have my earbuds in. When I take my earbuds out, that gives you your time to like come and grab me for like those two minutes where listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to like change scopes or whatever. If you hear me talking uh-huh. and I got these headphones in, that it's not a golden invite for you to come over. Hey, yo, Rich, what about that? Bruh. <laughs> wait. Wait a minute. Uh-huh. That's, that's not what I was... I was talking to my wife about dinner. Like, <laughs> I was talking to the dentist about these teeth. Right. Like, I wasn't talking <laughs> to you about work. Even if I was talking about work, mm-hmm. it wasn't with you. Right. So why are we talking about work right now? They don't get it, man. Nobody understands. Chip Schmidt. Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. For the last time... I come here every day, mm-hmm. eh? You come with these emergencies. Come on, come on. You got something to do. Come on. Isn't Chip the person who will be annoying though? Chip can suck it. <laughs> but no, at work though, it's like, let's say, like for instance, if I do get um, a new task or a new direction from like our manager or supervisor, that's yeah. probably like the only person that I'll be like, okay. But even then, like if they'll be like, hey, we're not doing um, task A, we're doing task B now. I'm like, okay, well. You're telling me to do task B, so that means task A is not going to get done, just so you know. <laughs> Listen. Like, I let that be known. Like, reinforce that boundary. <laughs> right. <laughs> Look. I'm like, okay, so, like, you're over the project, so I report to to every task that you want. So, since you want me to switch tasks, the task that you asked for before, it's halfway done. It's going to stay halfway done until you tell me to go back to it. So. Look, and I don't have any problem working on multiple things mm-hmm. per day. I, I get it. It happens. Yeah. yeah. But what you not going to do? Is have me do engineering inspection work when I'm an engineer. You're going to pay me both of those. (laughs) I think everybody deals with that at work. Like, people don't know how to reinforce boundaries at work. Or, like, with, like, relationships or friends. And that can be... I think it can even be as toxic to an environment, like a work environment or a friendship environment, whatever it may be. So... I feel like it's difficult um, for some of us at work to... Like enforce boundaries because it's kind of like that's tied to like your livelihood and it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's like you know your name is only as good as you make it or it's only as good as the people who you report to it's, it's based on their perspective of you so it's like if you're a person who's constantly saying no no or if you feel like you're someone who <clears throat> is not taking on extra assignments then you think that it probably makes you look like someone who can't do stretch assignments someone who's not capable of doing multiple things so mm-hmm. that's probably more so like I guess you could say that's kind of like our own self-inflicted wounds when you think about it because like you said no is a complete sentence but I guess we feel like us being in a in a work world as millennials we feel like everybody's already looking at us so we try to go above and beyond and end up causing ourselves to be wounded um, mm. by not Letting that boundary stay up. So before we even go any further, because this I think this is gonna get real personal. <laughs> in your own words, what do you define as a boundary? What is that? I I think of it as as an example of like if you have a house and then you have like a fence around your house, like everything outside of that fence is all the stuff that you don't want in inside of your you know of your house inside of your wall. So. The fence is put there to keep out everything that everything that's that's not something that affects like your livelihood, something that doesn't affect like your need or your comfort or your wants. Um, 
so just in that example, like just the house, like a fence is is a good example of a boundary because it keeps out everything that you don't want. And there's also um, if you have a good fence, <laughs> there's, a door, there's a doorway there, <laughs> so that you have the option to let people in or let people out, um, let things in, let things out. Mm-hmm. So I guess that would be my example of a boundary. Like it's it's basically like a wall or a barrier that that you put up. Um, for certain people, it depends on who it is. Different people get different boundaries, at least with me. I think that's how most people live, though. Everybody's not... Like, you wouldn't love... Like, you wouldn't you wouldn't give uh, a co-worker the same amount of personal space that you would give your wife, you know? Like your yeah, wife, no, you shouldn't. Yeah, your wife gets everything. You know, a co-worker only gets, like, 20, 10%, 10% of who you are as a person, bro. I'm going to have to partially agree with you. But that's where I get my definition. Okay. So for me, and I'll I'll actually go to what the textbook definition says. But okay. for me, a boundary is anything that you don't allow. Okay. And the context may be slightly different, but I think it's all relative. Mm-hmm. But it's basically what you won't allow. So if you are dealing with a situation or whatever, and somebody else comes to you with their situation. Your boundaries are, you got five minutes, go. <laughs> like, I'm not allowing you to have my time boundary of more beyond five minutes or yeah. my space boundary of cuddling next to me when it's 105 degrees outside right. and this house is still too warm. <laughs> like, it's basically not a lot. It's like that, kind of like the fence you described, but kind of that guard between all nouns mm-hmm. invading your personal space. And yes, it's time to go to good old Merriam Webster, <laughs> wherever that exists. I don't know. Did I delete the app? I love the app. I have like a def, like a dictionary app. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's dope. It's funny because, like, I was thinking about boundary layers and I immediately thought about, like, some science stuff. Yeah. And I really just was like, oh my God, why am I talking about boundary layers? Mm-hmm. It's such a nerd. That was what, biology? I think it was biology. Okay. Biology. The the mitochondria and the plasma and the <laughs> that part. Yeah. Oh, I like this one. Boundary. Definition of boundary by Marion Webster. It is where'd it go? I lost it. I'm not good at this. <laughs> so basically it says for boundary. A point or limit that indicates where two things become different. Mm. I like that. I want y'all to let that sink in. I'm gonna read it one more time. Something, such as a river, fence, or imaginary line, that shows where an area ends and another area begins, or a point or limit that indicates where two things become different. Yeah, I like where two things become different because I know, like, every Friday around, like, 4.30, it goes from work drill to, like... <laughs> oh, 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 hey! He said, 431? I'm a different Bitch person. be gone. <laughs> I go from... I do that transformation with, like, Sherman Clump, Bloody Love. <laughs> Sherman! Sherman! <laughs> Oh, but you really well you play <laughs> <laughs> Yes, 
Boundaries are important, man. Like, oh my God. And even as of late, like, I really had to stretch myself to just say, hey, you know what? Mm -hmm. This is where you're not going to intrude. So, case in point, Mm -hmm. you've seen one of these before. Yep. You know which one's actually mine. Which one I pay the bill for. I think I do. Okay, good. Yeah. After about a good 6.30, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Because the nature of my work. Mm-hmm. Don't call this. Right. And I'm more so mad because every single resident in this city, basically, mm-hmm. that has dealt with our department in some form or fashion, yep. has this phone number. Really? Yeah. Okay. Literally. I won't even go there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, don't do I don't want to spill the tea and just burn somebody's foot off. That's way beyond my boundaries. Mm-hmm. And for someone to have that number, it's just like, oh, God damn. Mm-hmm. So I make it an effort to give my best community, like, you know, my best, like, community engagement phase, if you will. Yep. But after a certain time, I'm like, you know what? flip that on over and just <laughs> call it good because I'm not taking this phone call like you're interrupting my personal time yeah. and like I remember like watching movies and such mm-hmm. I know you've seen this or that one parent that you know they're supposed to be taking their kids like a baseball game or yeah. watching them play sports or mm-hmm. take them to the movies mm-hmm. and it's like we want to say it's like do you not have walls? Right. You just don't have boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's your whole child. Right. And you sitting there on the phone yeah. talking about why this generator at this power plant not going. Really? Right. That generator can wait until the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I really don't care. <laughs> no. I get emergencies yeah. happening and impact safety. Yeah. But if it's something that that thing stopped working, mm-hmm. a mechanical device stopped working, what am I versus doing? my child needs to get this dinner. My child's going to get this fried chicken, mashed potatoes, and green beans. Yeah. And I'll see you in the morning. All right. That actually sounds amazing. Because yeah, I'm going to give me something after I fix this, please. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> it's the reason I made this for dinner. It's not just because he's hungry. Because I am, too. Right. So. But boundaries is just so important. And I wish that more people did a better job of just truly embracing the fact that boundaries are necessary. No is a complete sentence, mm-hmm. and it can wait. It's truly how I feel right now. That's like, it. I saw I saw this post because I always read like funny stuff on Facebook. I have a lot yes, of funny friends. Yes, you do. <laughs> you put a lot of funny stuff on Facebook. For y'all that don't know, y'all should follow this man. I saw this one post though where it says like jobs and, and workplaces today expect you to um, neglect your kids, uh, get to work on time, leave late. I actually do that. A couple of other things, and I'm just like, that's totally true. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's like the workplaces have changed since our parents have been working, <laughs> but it feels like, like it's like a lot more, and, and it's because of technology too. I was about to say, so, you know why, right? Yeah. Because them damn iPhones. Right. And every company gives Galaxy S engineer. <laughs> every if you're an engineer, you're gonna get a work phone. Listen. Um. Even even if they don't. Even if you're not on a special project, they're just like, here, just take it, because you will be. And <laughs> when that time comes, we need to reach you. So, Like, I don't think y'all understand. 
because I've been wanting to do this on my personal phone sometimes. Mm-hmm. This device, see that button I just pressed? Yep. Watch this. <laughs> Boom. Power off. That's how boundaries should work. Yeah. Just like that. Mm-hmm. If you can't do that, that's not the job for you. Period. Mm-hmm. Besides, nobody should be calling me after 9 o'clock, so <laughs> if they do, there's a voicemail <laughs> yep. for a reason. Exactly. If I don't answer, there's a voicemail for a reason. Exactly. People don't get that. It <laughs> pisses me off so much. My God. Mm-hmm. Or, what's the other thing? And we're going to get to the script, I promise. But the other thing that pisses me off about boundaries is, even when you tell people no, they think that's an avenue for them to convince you to say yes. Exactly. It's like, I said no for a reason. Mm-hmm. Like, <sighs> like when, when you say no, like you've already done like, what was that? That was Avengers 3 with the uh, Doctor Strange. Saw like 16 million different ways <laughs> that, <laughs> that the outcome could work. And, right. <laughs> and like, it's like if I said All no, I know. I've already thought <laughs> of everything that I could think of. Or. It's still no. I've thought about the fact that my brain's not going to go past this one moment mm-hmm. to allow myself to think of all those possibilities. <laughs> the answer's just going to be no, and that's just what it is. Like, I need you to understand this. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, th- I think I think I need to be more, like, rich because <laughs> I shouldn't be thinking that hard. You know? <laughs> so here's the thing. I was never always... I was always a yes person. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't truly learn no until my mom and I got into it. Okay. And... When I told her no, mm-hmm. let me tell you, first off, I was crying like a little bitch because I was sitting here like, I don't even know what I, I literally, like, let's let's have a moment here. Okay. So in real life, my parents got divorced. They both went through major transformations, some for the worse, some for the better. Mm-hmm. And my mom just had a downward spiral. It was absolutely insane. And I always say protect your peace of mind. Boundaries is the number one example of protecting your peace of mind. Okay. You have to set boundaries to protect your peace of mind. Mm-hmm. You have to tell work no and tell self-care yes to protect your boundaries. That's just what you have to do. Right. I think self-care is the criteria of boundaries, if you will. They're kinds of functions of one another. Okay. And I remember when I let her live with my, at the time, fiance and I. And she did something stupid. I'm not even going to say what she did. It was just really stupid. And at that moment, I determined, I don't care if you don't have a place to go. You got to get out. You drinking. You gambling. You doing all this stuff. I can't allow you to treat me with that level of disrespect anymore. Because you doing that under my roof affects my self-care. Affects my mental health. You got to go. And she tried, you know, she had her friend call. Now there's other crap about um, how you going to do that to your mother, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, no. The question is not how I can do this to my mother. The question is, how as a mother can you impose that on your child that you so, so-called care about? And flip the whole narrative. And she's like, well, she needs help. She should have thought about that when I tried to put her in this program myself. Like, that was expensive. I didn't have that money. I just paid off the vehicle mm-hmm. that she basically put me in and put me in debt. 
you got to get out. And I remember when I came back that day, like, we had a moment, and I literally, like, broke down and cried. I was just like, how do you put your parent on the streets? Now, fast forward until now, mm-hmm. she's doing a lot better. Okay. But we had to have that moment. We had to have that moment of vulnerability. We had to have that moment of, these are my boundaries, these are my walls, and you will never penetrate these walls again. Period. Mm-hmm. That's it. And once that happened... She knows not to ask me certain questions. Because okay. I'm going to kind of be a parent at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I will always stretch her to think about her best interests mm-hmm. and why she should be thinking about doing things differently okay. and vice versa. As I want her to do to me as being my parent. And so our relationship is a lot different mm-hmm. because, you know, those original boundaries that we had were stretched thin and then made different. So that's probably a lot to unpack right here, right now, and I promise we'll get to the reasons why. Mm -hmm. I think that has everything to do with some of our discussion questions that we are going to get into. So with that being said, getting back to our normal program. Um, So far as boundaries, how do you set them in place? You want me to go first? Yeah, I want you to go first. I just went. Go nice. <laughs> Same. I mean, I think I kind of like. I think I learned this from my mom, because my dad, he's. I ain't gonna say my mom's not loving, but my mom, she definitely sets people like straight, like from from the jump. My dad, he's more like I feel you out type of thing, like you know, go with it. And then if, if I see you not being, you know, reciprocating the same amount of love, then I set my boundary up. But my mom is more like. The boundary goes up first, (laughs) and then, like, after I spend some time with you, you know, after we begin to, like, mesh, or, like, what's that in college, like, storm, norm, perform, like, all that type of stuff, after you begin to, like, you know, learn a person, then you begin to, like, let them in, and then you, like, let your boundaries kind of down, because around the time you get to know them, you become more secure with them, they show themselves loyal, they show themselves to be, you know, the type of person you can trust, so I think, like, with every person that like I've ever met probably since like age like 18 has always been like I've always like protected I've always like had my guard up I guess you could say like like the boxing term I always had my guard up where it's just like I don't know what this person is really about you know it's, it's some people shady you know, here come that left hooker <laughs> can I have a dollar right it's I like, knew that was coming I ducked that <laughs> I'm from Detroit so or we from Detroit so it's like you gotta keep your guard up yeah. cause everybody's not you know Raised the same way, some people just out to hit a lick, and yeah. and so it's just like when I when I meet people, it's more based on like my guard is up, and then after you know after we start like reciprocating conversations and and I feel you out and it seems like we had like the same interests, you know it seems like we raised the same way. I'm familiar with the type of person you are because it's like I notice like when I meet people like everybody is like a form of somebody else. It seems like. Like every, some people share the same qualities, some people are totally different, but it's like something that I still am able to recognize. Like, oh, you're you're that type of molded person, or like you're this type of character. Do you um, think that's why guys get the whole thing with stigma about we're all the same because of women's boundaries? That might be true. I didn't even think of that. You throwing a, uh, a wrench into my, <laughs> into my take that. The power plant's going down. It's just coming immediately. No, no. But I mean, hell no. That, that could be it. Um, but 
I think that's a whole other that's a whole other discussion topic. That's a part, that's a part two. <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, though, you gotta put yourself in that state of mind because, I mean, we we've, I mean, maybe you're different, but mm-hmm. we've all dated that one person. Okay. That definitely like was a hell no. Uh-huh. I remember my hell no, and <laughs> oh my god. Like, I remember, like, it was high school, so you know, it didn't really count, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember they liked me, mm-hmm. but also, like, one of my good friends. Okay. But I, thought I, was, I didn't know no friend was in high school, so okay. let's throw that out there. Okay. And so she was like, you know, I think it's cute. It's like, they walking down the hall together, holding hands, laughing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting like, wait, what? Wait, Tom. Pause. So which one do you like him or me? I just want to know what's going on here. <laughs> and so, you know, uh, he's cool. And it's not terrible. I was like, yeah, okay, well, mm-hmm. he's cool. You deal with him. Mm-hmm. I'm straight. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, this chick called my house phone. First off, I know you remember the house phone yeah. where you got multiple light lines. I'll connect the one line. Yep. And it's just like, you want a phone upstairs? And this thing here is, Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that got it. It kept ringing in the bed. <laughs> well, I was a, I had a line upstairs and a okay. line downstairs. Okay, and I literally remember my dad had a phone right next to his bed, mm-hmm. and so he she kept calling, <laughs> and I was like, "Look." we done like I don't want to talk to you no more like this is it uh-huh. this is that boundary <laughs> right here we're done 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 right. no ain't no getting back together none of that stuff mm-hmm. it's a wrap mm-hmm. and so I hung up on her and she called back that's crazy god damn <laughs> so I told her again like look you gotta stop calling my dad is answering this phone mm-hmm. and so he picked up her Get out the damn phone. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, see, you didn't got this man pissed off. And so I told her, like, I'm going to hang up and we're done. That's it. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yep. Hung up. She did what? Of course, call right back. Yeah. And I remember him asking, get off the damn phone. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, boy. She's messing up my life right now, literally. <laughs> like, my dad didn't play no games. He was going to get up and bust me in the chest. And so I just remember, like, I gave her one good, like, she was like, you hang up with me one more time. I swear we're done. I was like. That's what you wanted anyway, That's it? Right? <laughs> Click. And then I left the phone off the hook the rest of the night. Okay. So she wouldn't call. <laughs> well, she could call us. She wouldn't put the line be busy, so. All right. But, um, but that's just another example. Like, you know, you are what you allow. Mm-hmm. And if you allow people to treat you like shit, yeah. you're going to be shit right it's the best way to put it get trampled over yeah and people are gonna take advantage of that uh-huh. and i refuse i know i know i'm really big on not being selfish uh-huh. so if i have something you have you need and or want it there's a good chance i'm like well obviously you need it more than me so here you go right but at the same token i've learned that i can only do that with certain people uh-huh. no matter how close we are uh-huh. obviously i kicked my mother out of my house so i think i know what it means to be like, nah, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the day, really is for me is um, you know, you have to. I would say start soon as you engage. 
Um, I think that's it. But, yeah, I think that's how you set boundaries in place. Just stand firm on what you absolutely believe in. No is a complete sentence. And if you can't deal with that, no, then we ain't got to associate. It's fine. I don't hate you. Like, it's just not going to work out with you and these boundaries. You go beyond my boundaries, that's my deal breaker. We done. It's a wrap. That's what it comes down to. So. So, between your parents, though. Yeah. Who do you think had the tougher boundaries? Your parent, your mother, and your father? My mom. She, she set them up real quick. And, like, they rooted, too. Like, it rooted. Like, like, rooted, too, they booted. That's right. Like, Let them know. Like, you know how, like, the Ambassador Bridge has, like, the beams that go down into, like, the actual Listen, Detroit River? Like, her junk is, like... My that. junk don't float on the water. <laughs> These boys is in the soil. Right. That's, that's how hers are. Like, I mean... And it, I think it's funny because I picked that up from her, too. Like mm-hmm. I said, my dad, he's more loving. Like, even as, even as us being kids... Like my mom, she was the one who was like, "You got McDonald's money," and my dad, he was more like, "I'm going to the store. What you want?" So <laughs> like, even, even like for the little stuff between the two of them, like my dad was, he was just always more, um, I'm not gonna say unguarded, but he was just always more there to like express himself or to like let you know like what it was. So my mom was more like. It was like navigating like a freeway a little bit. <laughs> but I mean I turned out good so I can't complain about it I think I'm good I think you're alright you're cool <laughs> so I'm gonna throw a wrench in here again so how do you think that boundaries affect your well being like your mental wellness your self care for yourself yeah, I think it goes back to when you said you are what you allow so if if I want to have like my mental protected and guarded and I want to remain you know in a, in a good space where I still feel good every morning I still feel good every night um, where I'm calm confident I think you have to have good boundaries in place like you can't let people just like invade your space mm-hmm. um, so I think I think it ties into um, if you if you let people, like take advantage of you um if you if you let people um i'm not gonna say kind you but if you if you just if you just don't like guard yourself or if you don't allow yourself to be um smarter than like your adversary i guess then that will cause you to have a lot of issues like an example for me was An example for me was like I didn't I didn't let myself get like played or nothing like that. But um I had I had like a crush on somebody before mm. and like <laughs> and it was this was in college, like Really? This was like probably like sophomore year. And uh and like she was cool people. We had like the same like dance class or whatever. Cause you know, they make you take foreign culture classes to get your degree. So I'm African dance. And this girl's cool, and uh, and like I would be on campus like studying like eight in the morning or nine in the morning. She'll be like walking, like going to class or whatever. So it was just like meet up and like have a bagel or whatever, stuff like that. And then, and then it was I started like like I was still I was still like what like twenty one, twenty two. I was young, and like I didn't. I was just I was just chilling. 
like, I wasn't trying to, like, make it out of nothing, but I let her know, like, you know, I like you or whatever. And uh, I was like, like, I don't really, like, talk to, like, a lot of females. You're, like, the coolest one right now that I met since I've been at one. Right now, not tomorrow. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> cool now. So I'm like, we're cool. And, uh, and then I remember, like, after that semester, like, we didn't have, like, the same class no more. She had, like, a totally different major. And then I forgot how, how she found out. Like, I got, I got a car. And it's like, we wouldn't talk. Like, we had quit talking for, like, a month. And it's like, she finally had a car. And then she texted me, like, hey, you gonna come through? <laughs> like, scoop me or whatever. We go to the mall and all that. I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm actually doing something right now. I'm like, I don't, I don't think <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, and then, like, it's just, like, broke up after that. Because I felt like if I would have let that happen, then I would have just been being used. And it's like... Like, why we let, like, a whole month or two months pass, and, like, we didn't say, like, nothing to each other. Right. And then, like, you see on Facebook, I got a car, and it's like, oh, like, I'm... Hey, big head. Yeah. Basically, exactly. That's what exactly what it was. <laughs> so... So, that's a nice car on Facebook. <laughs> so, I'm thinking, like, if I would, like... <laughs> if I would have let that go down, then I probably would have, like, had, like, a lot of disappointment in my life. I think so. Yeah, I didn't, my car wasn't impressing nobody back when I was twenty one. Mine wasn't either, and that's why I'm <laughs> like, this is this is a scam. In this fact, crazy. <laughs> that was exactly eight years ago. Uh-huh. I was just turning one, just turned twenty one, uh-huh. and that's crazy. Yeah. I got that Ford Fusion eight years ago. Okay, like, and that boy's paid off. We can I'm getting rid of that thing. Let me tell you. Uh-huh. First opportunity, I'm pushing that boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's still clean, though, ain't it? Uh, it's, it don't run, though. i never seen a, like, a, a bad-looking Ford Fusion. That's one thing I never saw. I have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's rather disappointing. <laughs> I remember when I first, I was like, oh, it's one of the Ford Fusion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. with the taillights look, yeah. and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. No car has that, but a Fusion. Uh-huh. And I got it. <laughs> And it's been messed up ever since. Like, I remember the whole first month I had this car, like, mm-hmm. I was driving a Trailblazer. Okay. Until they fixed my car. Like, that's how bad it was. Okay. But here we are. Mm-hmm. $15,000 and eight years later. Mm-hmm. Good fucking bye. Yeah. But, moving on. <laughs> um, I think that's a perfect example because everybody always be like, Especially with, when people get cars. They'd be like, yo, I heard you got a car. Yeah. Can you take me to Sons of House? What's the first question you ask? You got gas money. Exactly. <laughs> you got some gas money? Right. Depending on that answer, uh-huh. shows the true definition of your friendship. Right. Or your boundary with that person. Uh-huh. You'd be like, oh, man, I'm good for it. You know that. Nope. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't Nope. <laughs> <laughs> And even if somebody tell you they got money, you gotta verify. Uh-huh. You gotta be like, "All right, well, cool. You, I'm gonna come through. You give me the, I got your gas, uh-huh. and then I take you. You gotta go. Right. See what I did there? Yeah. And then just be like, I mean, you know, you can. Um, <laughs> I really gotta get there at a certain time, and I gotta go buy these jet. Like, no, nah, nah, bro. Yeah. I need gas right now. Uh-huh. If I come to you, yeah. we ain't gonna make it nowhere else. <laughs> And it could be a total, complete lie. It could be some right. bull crap you made up. Right, but right. 
you get to see the answer, right? And mm-hmm. then poof, you see what happened after that. Yeah. So that's how that works. It's like out. I already know the answer. I just want to know if you're going to keep it 100. I want to know. <laughs> is you down? Is you down? Where you get that from? Is you down? I don't know that one. That's your homework. Okay. I know is you rolling. I might be. I might be. See, you know, I know that. <laughs> you know that. Anyway, so far as boundaries are concerned, for you, what's an example of what gets a boundary and what doesn't get a boundary? Well, I feel like all of my, like, needs and wants, like, from, like, my wife, like, they don't get a boundary. Cause okay. I, like, like, I think, like, in marriage, like, in, in the Bible it said a man must leave his wife and his father. No, a man must leave his mother and his father and cleave to his wife, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you and her become one, you know? It's like, she's you, you and her, and it's like, y'all share everything, right? So... If you don't partially believe that, but go ahead. If if you if you don't share everything, then it's only gonna. If you set up boundaries in your marriage for certain things, because you should have certain boundaries. Like I might need my space to play two K. She might need her space to you know go her sisters, and go get massages and her hands and feet. Because two K is self care. (laughs) Don't laugh. It's serious. It really is self care. Like when she goes to sleep Uh on Friday night. I immediately press that power button, right. and I at least get one game in. Uh-huh. Period. Like this is gonna happen. I wear her feet. She falls asleep. I play two K. I'm uh-huh. on my way. That's uh-huh. how it goes. Exactly. Boom. So, but anyway, so, like, those those about. type of boundaries are important. Like if you need your like your space, then you should have yes. space. Um, but I mean, like as far as like if I was if I was to be married, and or if someone was to be married, and they're like, well. Her money is her money. I keep keep our stuff separate. No, boy. I don't, I don't think that'll work as smoothly as if everything was all in the open. Um, another example would be, um, like in a, in a in a marriage, and you're just like, if you set up boundaries against like each other's family, like, I like we say like I don't want certain people in my house. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think like there needs to be you know. It, it could work like that because, like, my mom and my dad, like, it's like, we never really had anybody over our place or whatever. So, it's like, they, like, cohesively was just like, we don't want nobody over <laughs> That's fair. And if you are allowed to go in their house, you own a special place in their heart. Right. And, I mean, like, you know, everybody got cousins that, like, you just like, no, nah, he's not invited to the barbecue because he's crazy. So, excluding that type of stuff. But, it, but if it's like, hey, like, um, I don't think like I don't I don't like you know your mom coming over here you know she get on my nerve like she talked to me like it's like <laughs> I don't know if if like if you put a boundary like that up like because the people love their mama and it's like I love my mama to death right however <laughs> when she be like don't you need my help doing so and so I come over there and make no mm-hmm. just a big flat hell no it's just not <laughs> it's cool no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. It's just not happening. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So with your so with your significant other, that's the type of relationship that typically gets quote unquote no boundary. Yeah. Except for like I mentioned, like, you know, if I need to if we both need space, um, if I need to like go hang out with my cousins and watch Steph Curry put up thirty and she goes to Because the, you know he's gonna put up thirty. <laughs> and she goes to the skating rink, you know, her friends or her sisters, like those type of 
moments they do need their boundaries but a relationship that definitely gives boundary like we already discussed like how work like how the phone goes off at that's the time. first one yep how people go straight to voicemail or send me an email um i mean like even with friends like some friends are closer than others so it's like a friend who haven't i got a friend who haven't like he came to our wedding but that was my first time seeing him since 11th grade like in person Wow. Which is always just, we always talk on the phone, always just to send each other, like, the stupid YouTube videos through, like, you know, Skypes and DMs and stuff like that. And, uh, but, like, if I ever see him or whenever I talk to him, it's like, we, we, we start cracking up. Like, we back, you know, a cast in the 10th grade, fourth hour lunch, you know, <laughs> eating Bosco sticks and <laughs> clear fruits. But, um, there are, like, certain people who, um, who, like, aren't, who I'm, who I am close with, but not that close with, to where, like, everything is funny. It's more, like, professional friendship, I guess you could call it. Professional friendship. Yeah, where it's more like, yo, like, you are, you know, a part of this network over here, I'm part of this network over here, we should get together and do something sometimes, you know. It's not like I'm going to, like, call that person, but let's go hang out. It's more like we keep everything, like, professional. Or I know people who I met in college where it's like I've never really, like, hung out with them. We may take like the same classes and we like study together or something, but we still like keep each other in the loop of what's going on in each other's lives, you know. Right. So it's like certain boundaries like that where it's like we we on good terms and everything, but it's like you're not my my partner who I call when I'm you know trying to go to the Pistons game and I got an extra ticket or <clears throat> not somebody who I <laughs> I just want to know one thing. No, that, that hasn't. Happened. I'm not going to the Pistons. <laughs> the Tigers. I just want to know. <laughs> Can I get that ticket? That's all I want to know. Oh, okay. It's probably a Tigers ticket more than a Pistons ticket. It was. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. You kill them, <laughs> But, yeah, you'll, you'll be a person I'll call. Yes. And, uh. This is not fake platonic <laughs> stuff, by the way, y'all. But, yeah. This, this man like, shares his jerk chicken with me, I'm just saying. Yeah. And his wife made it. <laughs> so, y'all can hate. <laughs> you can't get in, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like. I don't, I don't know how like those how like those boundaries get in place sometimes, but it's like they take like their natural form, like at least like in some of my cases, like like I said, I have a friend who I haven't seen or I haven't saw like for like six years in person, but we picked right back up. He saw me. He saw me before the uh, ceremony started. Like, what up, real man? I'm like, oh man, that's you. He shook his hand. We embrace each other, and then he was like, man, I can't believe you about to do it. He was like, it's not that I didn't think he was gonna do it, but. He was like, man, you make me feel like I need to do it. <laughs> it's not like a reason to get married, bro. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. He man. hit you with that uh, Andre 3000, or did he? Nah, I was like, <laughs> Rick and Seth, read some letters. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Uh, it wasn't that. But, yeah, I, I, that's that's another question I guess I could have like for our discussion. Is like, how, how do boundaries take form with people? Because it's like, like I said, like to me, it was like mine seemed to come naturally. Um, like me and you, cool. Like we, like before we even like started the podcast, we like never hung out with each other. Not know. at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I like hated you or anything. Like, but it was just naturally like I'm living over here. Yeah, you living over there. Right. I mean, I know you cool as shit, mm. but we just never had the opportunity <laughs> because we engineering students and engineers now. Yeah, and. Yeah, that part. Yeah. But, yeah, it's way different now. Yeah. 
But this mug be sending me videos like two in the morning. I'm like, if you don't take your ass to sleep, bro, I'm going to fight you. I'm going to drive to where you live, and I'm going to literally open your door and fight you. That's that Stewie Griffin, I think. <laughs> but, no. Nah, um, so, I think that boundaries take form in a couple different ways. Um, but it also depends on the person. So you have to be a person that understands what and where your peace of mind is. During what times is your peace of mind most important? Mm-hmm. What spaces is your peace of mind important? Like, you know, is it personal space? Is it your time? Is it your, you know, that time to be like a soundboard for somebody? Whatever that boundary is, like, you have to actually, like, sit down, sit back, and actually define mm-hmm. what your boundary is. So, example given here. For me, one of the things that I never would used to do up until, like, I'll even say, like, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. is I would never sit out time for myself to read. Okay. I like used to like to read, mm-hmm. but I just became so busy with stuff I never had time for myself to read. And I said, I don't care if I got to go sit on the treadmill on the bike <laughs> and run on that bike and read till my legs get tired. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read this book. Oh. I literally started doing that last week, and I'm like halfway through the book by now. Okay. Now, the book's maybe about a good less than 200 pages, but uh-huh. the very first step is this is my me time. All right. That's it. This my roll weed time. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm turning it. But there you go, <laughs> my man. But no, like you have to like establish for yourself whatever that boundary is. You have to establish that for yourself. Like it's for me. Like I know another example is when I'm at work. So I get a lot of things thrown away. I'm over an entire process that's been complete crap the last ten years. Okay, so. Sometimes it is very high volume and it's very stressful mm-hmm. to the point where I literally cannot think in my own space. So I literally like tell people like, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm out. <laughs> I'm taking that walk. I'm go- I'm going to the bathroom mm-hmm. and I'm going to sit in the stall. Okay. I don't have to use the bathroom. <laughs> I'm just getting away from everybody. <laughs> I'm leaving my work phone at the desk. I'm taking my personal phone with me. Uh-huh. I'm scrolling on social media. I'm doing whatever it is uh-huh. to clear my mind of all this crap. Uh-huh. Because, and I'll tell this story to the mountaintop. That one day that I sat there and I looked at my four-year-old self, five-year-old self smiling and kicking on the porch. Uh-huh. I said, I'll never let that man's peace of mind go like AWOL again. Uh-huh. Period. And I stand, I'm still by that. And it could be... Like, and I love my wife dearly, but she's actually one of the hugest supporters of, like, self-care and me time. Mm-hmm. Like, I know when she gets home from work, she's going to go lay on the couch. Mm-hmm. She's going to curl in her corner. She's going to play games on her phone. Okay. She wants to talk to no one <laughs> for at least the next, like, half an hour. Yep. Maybe an hour. Uh-huh. Maybe she's taking a nap. Do not bug her. <laughs> Let her sleep. <laughs> That's perfectly fine. <laughs> I give her that time because I respect her boundaries. Mm-hmm. But that's because originally, have you ever poked a bear? 
Never. A hungry bear? <laughs> Never. Not to call my wife a bear. She's not a bear. Right. I'll punch you in the face. You think that's different? Right. Anybody. But anyway, if you've ever poked an angry bear, mm-hmm. you understand why not to poke an angry bear. <laughs> it's a very bad idea. Yeah. You could get your hand ripped off <laughs> trying to poke an angry bear. If you've poked an angry Richard when he's hungry, mm-hmm. you're going to have a bad day. Yeah. I'm not going to give you my full attention. <laughs> I'm going to look at you like this. That's cool. Whatever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you got some food? Yeah. Nothing is important until you get no. <laughs> some snacks. <laughs> food really taught me uh-huh. how boundaries work in real life. Because until I get that thing, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to you right now. Right. Until I get me a number five uh-huh. with cheese. <laughs> I have no idea what number five is, so yeah. don't judge me, human. Yeah. But, no, you're not, not, mm, no, you're not getting anything productive out of me mm-hmm. until I get my steak with potatoes, I'm just saying. Okay. And I hate potatoes, so if I'm going to eat some potatoes, uh-huh. you know I'm hungry. Okay. But I don't, I don't know how that works in our household. My wife loves potatoes, man. <laughs> you just I'm a rice person. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, so what else y'all got? <laughs> That's my problem. Like, I'm not eating these potatoes. Yeah. Like, if Lena make potatoes, uh-huh. I might eat them. Okay. Good. Granted, I'm probably going to, at this point, I'm probably starving. Give me these potatoes, complain. Yeah. Like, that's just what it happens. Have some cheese and bacon bits on them. Eh, mm, eh, mm. <laughs> I'm not that person when it comes to potatoes. Yeah. I just need salt, pepper, a little bit of butter. See, I don't, I don't like the instant potatoes. The ones you get in the carton and you just pour them and they look like, like sawdust. <laughs> you mix water with them. I don't like that. I need like the real. Like, that's your boundary. That you like to do. That's your boundary. <laughs> that's you true. will not allow that powder shit in your house. Got it. Cool. I mean, she buys it and she eats it. And you think she's disgusting, don't you? I tell her, I'm like, that's not a real potato. Like, <laughs> <laughs> go buy the ten pound bag from Walmart, Sam's Club, boil them, or if you don't want to boil them, microwave them. Get the potato peeler out, you know, mash them. You got the masher and everything. Add some sour cream, cheese, bacon. You do this. Yeah. You do this. <laughs> I don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I recently started liking? I had to check myself on what noodles, like the the not the ramen. Okay, it's this other brand at Walmart sells, but they just as cheap. Like I think the ramen is like eighteen cent a pack. This one is like sixty something cent a pack, and it's like it's an actual bowl and it says like ramen noodle soup like on the side. But the actual like label on it is like some like Japanese brand, but it's just it's like it tastes it doesn't taste like like cheap noodles, but they are mm-hmm. cheap. And I can't I do that. They like spicy beef chili sauce noodles. Really I think good. I'm just talking about. Yeah. I, I can't eat ramen. I sent you a picture. I actually, have a picture because my wife bought some yesterday for me. Oh boy, <laughs> you gonna turn to a damn noodle? I'm like, look what what how dry? What the hell? You turn to a damn noodle. That's what happened. <laughs> Oh gosh! Jeez. I have seen those. Those are really good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it can't come to my house. Yeah. <laughs> that shit just won't happen, bro. If you want a good lunch for like less than a dollar, if you want a good life, you wouldn't bring that in my house. <laughs> that part. Ah oh, man. So yeah, I mean that's ultimately just how boundaries work. I really think. Um. For me, I say what gets no boundary is like my closest family and or friends in emergency mode. Mm-hmm. Like that gets no boundary. I'll stop what I'm doing for that. Okay. But 
you have to really define what an emergency is. Like, are you on the risk of dying right now? Yeah. No? It can wait till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's just it. Like, that's the pure definition. Are you going to make it through the night? Okay. I'll is your life tomorrow. in danger right now? <laughs> this is the last potential time I'm going to talk to you? Okay. I'll see you in the morning because yeah. I'm not leaving my... <laughs> Like, women's boundaries, I think, usually, like, these clothes coming off, this hair scarf going on, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's basically, like, I've made it to my comfy chair. Yeah. I've sat in it. That's how I feel, too. Once I get in that one comfy spot in my house, mm-hmm. at least once, mm-hmm. your boy ain't leaving the house unless <laughs> Mrs. Winfrey's like, hey, aren't you hungry? Uh-huh. Like, damn. That's it. That's the same thing for me. Okay. <laughs> Now, it is harder to place some boundaries up mm-hmm. when it comes to your significant other. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, if they truly understand you, they won't push you beyond your boundaries. Yeah. Unless they know it's a self-improvement opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. I like the way you articulated that. You know, I'm a little... That was beautiful. I'm a little worse, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, like, that's just naturally what it is. Like, unless I know this is going to improve you, case given... If I need to go to the gym, get my damn life together, mm-hmm. I expect her to be like, send me that text at 4 o'clock, like, you on the way to the gym now? Mm-hmm. For real? Or are you bullshit? <laughs> I expect that because my level of comfort with being comfortable in this <clears throat> pound self, mm-hmm. like, is very annoying. And I know that for myself. So, certain boundaries like that, I'm okay with somebody pushing. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, again, you take away from my peace of mind. I've listened to sermons about this. I have practiced it. You mess with my peace of mind, I'm going to cut your throat off. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. You can call me ruthless. You can call me a very <laughs> bad person. I really don't give a damn because right. my life is mine and you ain't got to live it. I do. Mm-hmm. Period. I like the way you articulated that, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to not be afraid to say what it is. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I struggle with. Like, Sometimes I used to like speak everything that's on my mind. Mm-hmm. But now I'm more like, okay. Oh, this just happened earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to get to this last question. <laughs> okay, so um, the last real thing is, and this is kind of a... This actually ties into my, my point. Good. Okay. Is it possible to reestablish boundaries once they're torn down? I think that you can reestablish boundaries. I mean, like, people in relationships, like, hey, Jay-Z and Beyonce, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm sure that uh, she felt broken, the trust was broken, like, everything was, like, destroyed. Sidebar. Okay. Have you listened to Lemonade? Most of it. Have you I heard the song Sandcastles? Oh my god. If you truly in tune with music, that song will have your little feelings. Okay. I was saying, like. You was mad at him too, wasn't you? I was like, damn, <laughs> man, what are you doing, bro? Come on, man. She hurt. Mm-hmm. you that song, and, uh. What was another one? It was the other track. She was just going off. It was, uh. Sorry. I'm going for no, not sorry. Sorry, it's just that went hard to me, huh? That went hard. No, I'm gonna find it, but okay. anyway, go ahead. No, but I mean, like, I think I think <clears throat> boundaries can be reestablished. I mean, like, 
because he basically like destroy everything as far as trust, as far as you know, comfortness with each other most likely, all of those things that are like intuitive to relationships. I'm sure they were destroyed and they've been able to build that back up. So that's that's one example. But I mean, even with people who um, who have like you know relationship issues, they've been able to fight through them. Um, I guess. Like, for me, I haven't, most of the times when I, I guess you could, I, I've said all the status that my friend wrote. She said, <laughs> whenever I've, un, no, whenever I lost respect for someone, I never re-respected them. That part. <laughs> so I'm like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like depends on what the relationship is. Like, is it worth fighting for? Then, yeah, I guess we'll fight for it and, like, reestablish um, everything the way that it was. But if it's not worth fighting for, then. It's just done. Yeah, done, done. Yeah. It's done, done, or it's a wrap. <laughs> That's the shorty low. <laughs> that done it all. No, don't hurt yourself. Uh-huh. That song by Beyonce, Don't Hurt Yourself. Okay. I heard that song, I was saying, like, oh, you going to have to do some stuff, mm-hmm. bruh. I'm going to listen to it on the way home. There you go. You <laughs> might be in your feelings. Okay. But, uh. That's my I, homework. There you go. That's your homework. <laughs> that too. You don't remember the last thing, do you? Yeah. What the last was it? thing was, uh, mm. it was a saying that you had just said, and I was like, I don't know what that is. Are you down? Are you down? Are you down? Okay, yeah, because I said, are, are you, you down? Rolling? Okay. I'm it's right. a lyric. That's all I'm going to give you. I'm going to type this on. He's literally picking up the phone. Um, I'm going to answer yes and no to that question, though. Because I think that it's possible to reestablish boundaries once they've been tore down but it also depends on like I guess your state of mind um example given you've worked at a company before mm-hmm. you work for a company now good yep. you ever seen a process or something at work or a person that worked that's always been a certain way before you got there yeah. so you realize there was no change in them mm-hmm Okay, good. So imagine that boundary being completely shattered, what it is, and then here comes the new guy or girl saying, oh, no, we're going to follow it to how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And they look at you like, who do you think you is? <laughs> the person that's about to enforce this entire policy. Like, right. what you mean? Uh-huh. That literally happened to me at work, and I'm sitting here like, let me get this right. Case in point. So, I tell this guy, "Hey, we need a, uh, we need to redo this patching the road over here on the east side. Mm-hmm. It's at this intersection. Please add it to your upcoming list." <laughs> this mug sends me an email back saying, "It's a process, and we need exact addresses." This, that, and the third, blase, splee, copies this boss, copy all these people. I don't look at this email, I'm like, I could let that be it. And I could just conform and be this guy. Mm-hmm. But what you fail to realize is you work for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to respond, have you reference a couple of things, mm-hmm. and let you know I know what I'm talking about. This is reestablishing this boundary right here, just in case y'all didn't know. So I laid it out. I said simply, um, okay, so first off, sir's name, 
um, I know what this process is like. Mm-hmm. And in my previous email, see below, mm-hmm. I put accurate descriptions of exactly where these patches are in the road. I did. I said eastbound on this street mm-hmm. at so and so. So you know to go down this street and that east or westbound lane at that street and stop and look for the blue paint. I don't see what's so difficult about that. <laughs> but we got to call it in, blah, blah, blah. How many of these other intersections have you done in the past uh-huh. that didn't have an exact address correlated to it that you still had to follow the same process for? Probably I'll wait. <laughs> I'm waiting. Uh-huh. Okay. You couldn't find any other ones that were just like this? I'm sure you could, because I just gave you one two days ago. Mm. But the case of the point of the matter is, you need to chill. Yeah. I know what the process entails. We've done this for like five months now. Mm-hmm. You've done this for X amount of years now. Mm-hmm. They used to give you this stuff, it seemed crappy before I showed up. Mm-hmm. So before you try to tell me what this process is, you need to check yourself. Because I sent you this in the past and the work got done, mm-hmm. this means I know you can comprehend this. However, if this is too difficult for you moving forward, feel free to reach out to me. Mm-hmm. And we'll find another way to do this. Mm-hmm. And I copied my boss on it, too. Okay. Because <laughs> you thought I was kidding. Uh-huh. See, what they don't realize is I'm not just this little kid that happens to just have this degree. Yeah. I'm a whole ass person that was born on the east side of Detroit, so I'll be damned <laughs> if you come at me on some nonsense. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it for it is. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that boundaries can be reestablished, but it depends on your mindset. I think it has to be something that either, one, you either get real fed up with and you just get greedy on them, just like, it's your own you. (laughs) (laughs) Or, like, you have to get to a solid point where you understand that whatever that thing wasn't good for your health. Mm -hmm. And... What's not good for me is you're not going to talk to me like I'm just some kid. Right. I don't allow people to talk to me certain ways. Mm-hmm. Period. But the other thing is, at the end of the day, like, I understand there are sometimes I have panic attacks. There are some times where I can become extremely moody. I also understand that I don't like doing a lot of things at one time. Mm-hmm. I know I don't. That's fine. I'm going to write them all down and get to them eventually. But you're not going to tell me what process I need to follow when you work for me. You got me messed up. <laughs> Hope you have a good night's sleep. <laughs> and we got a, gr- a big uh, group meeting tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> you messed up, buddy. Everything will come to the light. <laughs> <laughs> shining. <laughs> shining, shining. That's another one, by the way. Okay. Anyway, but... um. Well, it really depends on the person. I mean, you got to really be in tune with yourself to be able to say, you know what, enough's enough. This is what it is now. And I think the other thing when it comes to reestablishing those boundaries is don't let anybody else define what your boundaries is. It's okay for you to say no. It's okay for you to protect your best peace of mind, your self-care, your mental wellness. Because nobody else can do that for you. Right. Nobody. Sorry, they're not. I know you love her. I know you do. Mm-hmm. There's going to be points in time where she wants what she wants, regardless of what you think. Right. Period. But you still got to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. If I don't feel like 
rubbing your feet right now. Mm-hmm. I literally do not feel like <laughs> rubbing your feet right now. I might do it this one time. Yeah. But literally, my hands have gotten to the point where if I use them for an elongated period of time, mm-hmm. they start to feel like crap. They like they, lock up on you. Huh? They lock up on you. Yeah. yeah. And I literally can't do it. So if I get to that point, oh, no, forget about it. It's a wrap. Duh. No, 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 it's a wrap. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. So I think it can't be done. I think so. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, I think it, it takes more work to rebuild it than it than than it did to first establish it. Absolutely, you know, because it's like it's like breaking a plate. Yeah, you got. It's gonna take it. a lot more work. You got to clear out everything that's broken. You got to find every single piece. Yeah, and put it all back together. Mm-hmm. Plus, you need glue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of you just did this, wow! <laughs> like it's going to take work. It's. Mm-hmm. And that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I guess my final thing for me would be when it comes to these boundaries and the comes to your mental illness, have you found yourself in a position where you've like had to choose between, I guess, your peace of mind and that whatever said thing? Yeah, I could say like, like, um, I was working an internship one time, like the very first internship I ever had at this one manufacturing company, and <clears throat> I was, like, I clearly set boundaries like with them. I was like, you know, I'm still a student, so I have class Monday, Wednesday, Friday from like eight to like noon. So on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, so I won't be here until twelve thirty, and then I work till like four thirty or five o'clock. And uh, you know, they were cool with that at first, and then when finals came around, they tried to say like, hey, we didn't know about you know the final schedule and all this crap I was like okay like my education comes before all of this because if I if I put this before my education then I won't have nothing after I'm done with this <laughs> right so now it's gonna come to an end it's a wrap <laughs> so I remember like after uh six months because it was it was a two semester internship so it was like six months worth of uh time I spent there and I just remember like them saying like hey you know like today's the last day and I did like the exit survey and all that stuff and I remember like walking out of there early that day like at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock on a Friday and I was just like so relieved I'm like I don't have the check coming no more but I'm happy <laughs> and I, have, you know? I haven't felt relieved since, since I've been at this place for the past six months right. when I was working there back in like 2013 and I remember walking out that Friday like getting in my car and uh, I was I was Still, still with my parents at the time, and I remember driving down 75, going eight mile, taking eight mile all the way back to crash it, and I was just like, "This feels good." Mm. I was like, "I don't have a job." But what song was playing? I know you was playing music. Probably something off the college dropout. Man. <laughs> I remember having That's that. Fair. I remember having that in my CD deck when I first got my Cobalt. I was still out of college dropout, and mm. I was in college, which is funny. I would not be like Kanye. I would not be like Kanye. It was the college job because I remember like listening to the skit like that goes so well right now. Or the skit where he was like, um, 
his dad had like so many degrees and he was like that's the degrees. He was like, was like, I got a PhD in this. And then he was like, the lady asked him, like, hey, can you do something? Like, no, I can add up all the change of your purse really fast. <laughs> I remember that. I remember oh, that. Like, this fits right now. Like, I don't really care about like, none of this. Like, whatever I choose to do, I'll be successful at it. That's but it. I don't want to work there no more, ever. Like, even after I graduated, I didn't even think to apply there. I'm like, I don't like those people. So, yeah. I remember when I quit my job well uh, I even better I remember I got let go mm-hmm. <laughs> that was a very crappy day mm-hmm. and I gave no dams about it like I was cool like yeah. so I was working for an automotive company and it got to the point where it was literally hell mm-hmm. like it was literally hell on earth like completely and I thought about it. I'm like, my culture, my race, they suffer from struggling with debt. Mm-hmm. They can't afford half the things they buy. Right. And they think that the cars that this company makes mm-hmm. are the best things since sliced cheese. Mm-hmm. Your quality scores suck, first off. But regardless of that, like, I'm not even getting the scorecards, but, like, at the end of the day, I'm literally helping this company put my culture in debt mm-hmm. with my everyday job. And I'm helping refine your process to further put my culture in debt, mm-hmm. to put my race in debt. I don't even believe in car notes. Mm-hmm. And y'all offer credit cards mm-hmm. for people to get your cars. You offer all these other things for them to take money straight out of your paycheck mm-hmm. to pay for this car. Yep. That's the lease. Mm-hmm. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> and so it got to the point where it affected my work. I did not believe in anything okay. the company was about. Like, the whole last month I was there. Mm-hmm. In fact, July 31st is probably the best day of my life because I literally celebrated one year of not working for people I don't believe in. Freedom. Freedom, yeah. that part, mm-hmm. and I remember the interview. Not, not really an exit interview. I remember a bunch of signs that day, but most importantly, I remember getting a phone call to my work phone, saying, "Hey, Richard, um, we've just been informed by your supervisor that your services are no, no longer needed, mm-hmm. and so today's your last day." And so I'm like, "Oh, okay." And so he gets into this whole thing, like, so and basically whatever you do from here on out, you should be aware, blah, 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 and be cognizant of what you're doing and all this other stuff and not to make any rashes. I'm like, sir, sir, before you keep going, I need you to stop. Mm-hmm. I need you to just hold your horses and let me say what I'm about to say to you because you seem very misinformed. Mm-hmm. I'm a child of God. I love mine. Mm-hmm. I may act like a damn fool, but I love God. Right. He's the center of my life. He watches everywhere I go. I know that if I do some crazy dumb stuff, mm-hmm. that he's going to have my back regardless. Right. This job is another example. Mm-hmm. This job sucks. <laughs> Quite frankly, it sucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with leaving. 
I'm not going to damage this work phone. I'm not going to damage this laptop like you think I'm going to. I'm not going to behave like an angry black man, which I think you're assuming I'm going to. Right. I'm going to put this stuff on this desk. I'm going to use this badge to swipe out of here. Uh-huh. And I'm going to go live my merry life. Because uh-huh. I don't even believe in this culture anyway. The only reason that my boss doesn't want me around is because I want to work in facilities and not work with automotives. Uh-huh. That's the only real reason. And he found out about it. Uh-huh. Let's just be frank here. But I also couldn't see myself helping benefit a company for the purpose of putting people in debt to get rich. I couldn't see it. I literally could not see it. I was just bamboozled and done. And at the end of the day, I felt so free when that moment was over. Like, I got in my car. I was sitting here thinking to myself, like, wait, what am I going to tell her? God damn it. Like... And I actually got home, I practiced it with my sister and everything, and I told her, I'm like, hey, look, this is what happened, mm-hmm. and I'm not going back there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. She's like, so what happened? I was like, I got the boot, mm-hmm. because I ain't believing them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so what's your game plan? Mm-hmm. So the game plan was, I said, I'm going to do a little whatever, blah, 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 and I'm going to find something that I'm going to live intentionally. I'm going to actually find what I actually want to do as far as work. Right. In the meantime... You need a ride? <laughs> Get in this lift. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that was probably the most, it was humbling, but it was also a very, like, empowering. it was a very empowering moment, yes. Like, I was saying, like, oh, well, that went well. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I literally could do it. I cannot even make the same amount of money, mm-hmm. and I can still be happy. I don't, well, I wasn't supposed to make the same amount of money. <laughs> but the way my life is set up, the way God is set up, uh-huh. I'm probably going to make more than my last two jobs this year okay. for my annual salary. That's Let's amazing. just be real. That's amazing. Yeah, look, listen, I'm already at what I'm supposed to be making this year. Mm-hmm. It's only August. <laughs> so who got ain't real? What? Right. Huh? Right. What'd you say? That was the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> but that's all in all at the end of the day. It's because I stuck to my guns and I stayed true to my boundaries. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put my best foot forward. I don't care about this work anymore. All right. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's important that you understand one, understand what a priority is, what a boundary is, if you will. Um, it's important that you understand who can have your time, who can't. That you absolutely can enforce boundaries, and you can still build them up even after they've been torn down. Right. Um, I think the other key thing is that your boundaries do help you to redefine where your peace of mind is, what your mental wellness is going to be like. Mm-hmm. It's going to be... What time's personal? When are you going to practice your self-care time? When are you going to take care of yourself? Right. Like, when am I going to break away from work so I can go to the gym? Mm-hmm. When am I going to have time to go get this haircut? <laughs> you going to pay for the haircut? Well, I didn't think so. <laughs> so, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to redefine really what your boundaries are. And, right. you know, 
I think ultimately just know what's best for yourself. And once you do that, then I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be okay. I hope so. Because yeah. I'll be damned <laughs> if I miss date night. Because yeah. y'all want to talk about work stuff all day. All right. What? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I even, that's one of my boundaries at work. Like, I, I guess, like, to close out. My final thought is, like, even when I'm at work, like, how you said, like, you know, you'll go to the restroom and just sit there and just, you know, think. That's it. Mind. I don't, when I'm, when I'm eating lunch, don't come sit at the table with me and start talking about assignments. That part. I will get up and walk away and uh, go outside and, like, where they smoke cigarettes at, I would rather sit out there and smell them huff and puff than to sit there That's and real. talk about that is <laughs> what I'm trying to escape from for like down. 30 minutes, you know? I'd rather huff and puff than I don't huff and puff <laughs> than to hear your bullshit. That's, look here. That's a exactly. word. Like I, I, like, I, I need, like, that break that I get, that 30 minutes I get, I need that to clear my mind. I need that to, like, recalibrate. I need that to, to just, like, get my mind right because... Probably everything before that four hours, everything the four hours before it, it probably like irritated me, made me mad, uh, made me like ask like, what am I even doing here? Sometimes so. <laughs> it's so. actually like it's actually one song I think about when I think about boundaries, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you're familiar with it. I think you might know about it, but okay. remember Joe Bud- Joe Budden's first album? Yeah, last track on there called Ten Minutes. Listen, to me, that was the best song on that album <laughs> because, like, he basically was like, just give me 10 minutes. I just need 10 minutes alone to not do the thing, not answer the phone. Okay. Like. That's my homework, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's extra credit, though. Okay. But, like, he's basically like. Right now, it's the time I had to get the kid at peace. Let me smoke this one cig in peace. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> I don't smoke cigarettes. However, mm-hmm. like, sometimes you just need, like, that 10 seconds, that 10 minutes. Right. And so from there, I mean, you know. You need that one moment. So. But, yeah, boundaries are important. You know, give me 10 minutes, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, I got something to do right now. Knows the complete sentence, and I said what I said. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that's what it comes down to, those three things. Yep. Give me 10 minutes. <laughs> I said what I said, and no. That's it. Mm-hmm. Done. Boom. So, that being said, mm-hmm. hope y'all learned something today about boundaries. I hope so. All those good things. <laughs> And I'm okay with dropping the mic right there. I mean, I don't know about you. I'm fine with that. Here, here with the mic. Here, with the mic. You ready? <laughs> that was actually a cell phone. But I gotta cut that back on in the morning. <laughs> Not tonight, though. Yeah. But yeah. So, if there's anything you like or heard that was dope about this, uh, feel free to reach out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. You can go to SoundCloud and hear this. You can go to iTunes and hear this. Go Google Play Music. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out Spotify, <laughs> all that good stuff. Wherever you stream your crap at, that's where you're gonna find Mental Matters. Yeah. Coming to a music festival near you or whatever, they're doing dope things. Cause yeah. I'm trying to buy souvenirs and hear dope music all summer. All right. Only got one month left of summer, bro. 
less than a month, right? It's over. <laughs> Basically, Labor Day is the end of Black People Summer, ain't it? That's it. <laughs> y'all get up back to school. Yep. That new pair of shoes you bought to buy is going to be for school. Yep. Sorry, kids. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, football coming back, but we don't really care about that, so. Yeah, well, at least we're not supposed to. I, no, I don't. Yeah. My team's who it is, so. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, they have a football team in Detroit. Oh yeah. And they play every Sunday or something, and they throw a ball up or down the field. Yeah. And they lose to Green Bay at the end of the year every year. Yeah. And then everything they was doing well at the beginning just never happened that That's game. So, like, yeah. Why waste time on it? That part. Why let them in our boundaries? No. Just to mess up everything. No, look. <laughs> practicing my best self care this year. No. No, yep. just no. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love y'all. It's been real. And we'll start working on 16 after this. Yep. Episode 16. <laughs> it's coming. But <laughs> hope y'all enjoy 15. And if you listen this long, then my God, you must ain't had nothing else to do. <laughs> but we hope you learned something, too. So remember to say no, protect your boundaries, and drink your water. We appreciate you. <laughs> Stay hydrated. DJ Khaled. <laughs> All right, y'all. Holla.